For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It is 7.16 on the Mike Caldas Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. The Hazies will be here in the uh, next hour, as well as Joe DeRosa. We'll talk to him. And then uh, Paul Walter Hauser, one of today's better actors, in a show called Blackbird on Apple TV, which, if you have not watched it, is fantastic. It's a short series. Uh, I think it's only like six or seven episodes or something like that. And it's about a guy who is a suspected uh, serial killer, who like a creep who would molest girls and kill them? And, Who's also and, known as a serial confessor too, yeah. though. So that's why it's kind of they don't know what the real deal. Anyway, so he's in jail, and they need him to confess and and admit where he buried one of the bodies so that they could stop him from getting out on parole. And they send another guy in jail to become his friend, and that guy is uh, Taron Egerton, who is also a really good actor. Uh, and the uh, show is it's really good. It's really intense, and you kind of like you're not really sure what's real and what's happening and what's not, and it's all because the acting is so good. And this guy, uh, P.W. Hauser, will join us a little bit later on in the program. Uh, <clears throat> oh, baby, got a little hiccup. Uh, we got a couple other things I want to remind you of before we get into news, and that is we have two Pitbull Toddler shows left for the year. One of them is next Friday, the 9th. We will be out at the Gator Club in Sarasota. Fantastic place right there on Main Street. And it is one of our last shows of the year. Certainly our last show in the Sarasota-Bradenton area. So uh, please come on out and join us at the Gator Club. Make plans now. Next uh, Friday night, the 9th, we'll be out there probably around 9 o'clock or so. Then we are off. The 16th is our last day. That's when we do the pub crawl in Safety Harbor. The band is not playing. But we have put together a uh, Pitbull Toddler Christmas party, and that is happening on the 23rd, or as we like to call it, Christmas Eve Eve. Mm-hmm. And it is happening at the Daiquiri Shack in Madeira Beach, and uh, that'll be a load of fun. That'll be one of those nights where I guarantee you the last three songs just won't make any sense because we'll, we'll be <laughs> smattered drunk. Perfect. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm going to invite uh, Ken Logan to come by today. I'm going to call Ronnie D and see if he's available Greg Billings, McLean Mannix, all those people who are just beach uh, band guys. I'd love for them to just come by and and jam and have fun. And uh, then those guys, uh, we got a Safety Harbor date in there as well where uh, they're doing the same thing they did last year, which is a a little acoustic uh, jam session where they raised money and donated it to the uh, Calta Family Foundation. And that is one of the things we'll be promoting before the year is over, too. That's great because we, we because of the pandemic, did not have the benefit of fundraisers. So the money, the very little money that is in the account right now has come through. Uh, it's a little bit of old money left over, and then it's a lot of um, Facebook donations and stuff like that. So my wife 
send me a, a list of families that we are you know going to be helping out for the holidays. And I said, boy, we better get some some fundraising going, lady, or else we're going to be buying all these toys, which is fine. Because she told me about this kid. She's like, oh, wow. And I go, what? I go, don't make me sad. And then she's mm. giving me a list of things. She goes, well, no. And she goes, this kid is 16 years old. And what did he ask for for Christmas? PS5? Uh, AirPods? Know, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff. 16 years old, he asked for pajamas and a Star Wars Funko Pop. Uh, I, hey, like I, singular. Hey, oh, I, wow. went to, I went to Amazon about every Star Wars Funko Pop <laughs> yesterday. I was like, you got to be kidding me. What kid asked for pajamas? A kid who doesn't have pajamas. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, it, it breaks my heart. So um, I, I do want to thank, uh, on Giving Tuesday, I put the links up. I didn't make a big deal about it because I hate asking people for money even when it's not for me. Um, but I put the links up, and several people did, uh, listeners that I recognize their names from being part of social media on the show, and then some companies and some other places that uh, I never heard of before. Uh, that, that was very nice of you. Uh, 100% of that money will not only be uh, you know, go to the charity, but it'll be used by the end of this year. I mean, we'll go out and buy toys for everybody. We'll start the year off with a zero balance because we're going to use everything that we have to help kids out during the holidays, and then we'll uh, start our fundraising back up again next year. So, all right, it is uh, seven twenty-one. Let's check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. I've been telling you, get in there. Get in there early. That way you can beat all the holiday shopping and stuff. Well, we're already in December, so don't wait a couple more weeks and go, oh, my God, because I've been telling you. Yeah. But Pelt Shoes has all the shoes you're looking for right there in stock. You can pay for them there. Walk right out of the store with them. Or if you're buying a present for somebody. And, of course, since it's the holiday season, you're spending a lot of money, you want to save some money, you can do that. Whenever you go into a Pelt Shoes store, whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. And you're going to save 10% I, off your entire order. I feel like for the holidays, you should do something more exciting. That's what I'm going to do when I go in there. I'm going to buy these. Well, when you do that, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. And that's not just one pair of shoes. That's everything that you bring up to the counter there. So you can stop in, meet one of the Pelt Shoes Fit experts. Make sure you get in the perfect fitting shoes. That way you don't have knee pain or back pain or anything like that. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. So we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff and a lot of crazy stuff. We have too many guests and we have too much news. So let's just get to it. So did you see the uh, police chief from uh, Tampa? I did. The video and stuff. So we have... Who's been on this station before with Dom a couple of times. So we have the video on Bone TV. Um... I'll read the story and then we'll go over it, kind of. The Tampa Police Department addressed an incident Thursday involving Chief of Police Mary O'Connor and her spouse in which the couple was pulled over in their golf cart without a license plate on the evening of November 12th. The department said the couple was stopped by a Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy outside a residential area in Oldsmar. During the stop, O'Connor asked the deputy, identified as Larry Jacoby, if the body-worn camera was recording. The deputy responded, it is. O'Connor then stated, quote, I'm the police chief in Tampa while flashing a law enforcement badge. I'm hoping you'll just let us go tonight, she added. Uh, the deputy said that he recognized O'Connor, who had been uh, chief of the uh, department since February of 2022. Uh, he wound up letting her go. Yes. Wound up letting her go. Do we think that's a big deal? No. Here, here, <laughs> either so, do I, yeah. Let me just say something real quick. Uh, I, I go to Siesta Key a lot, okay? And Siesta Key is a golf cart kind of community area, even right. though tourists are there. and uh, So a friend of mine, who I won't say, but you all know, 
was driving on the golf cart with his child, got pulled over, a golf cart that they rented, by the way, got pulled over by a police officer, and the police officer said, do you have seatbelts on this golf cart? He said, I don't. Do you have turn signals? He said, I don't. I rented it from the place. And he's like, you are driving an illegal golf cart on the streets of the beach with a child. And he's like, now I have to take the child into protective custody because you're endangering the life of the child. And the, and the guy said, well, I rented it and I'm unaware and blah, blah, blah. And the cop said, okay, it seems like you're a reasonable, good parent. I'm not going to take your child away from you. But you cannot be on the streets with this golf cart. It is not street legal. And he explained, you know, if you're a tourist and everybody's driving around in a golf right, cart, you're exactly. like, oh, okay, it's a golf cart community. But the truth is you get sideswiped by some, uh, you know, old person or somebody who is not from the area, and everybody dies on the golf cart. Yeah. So um, that, I thought, was a great a great example of a police officer who probably had no intention of taking the kid but wanted to let them know what they were doing was dangerous to the family and then realized that they were good parents and that they just made a mistake. And you let them go. You get pulled over for speeding, and a police officer pulls you over, and he says, hey, you're going uh, 15 miles over the speed limit. Where are you headed so fast? And you say, you know what, officer? I didn't know. I was headed to work, and uh, I just didn't realize. And he says, okay, let me run your driver's license. And then they go back, and they go, okay, this guy's got no tickets. He's got no warrants. He seems like a good guy. All right, sir, I'm going to ask you to be more mindful of it and slow down. And then for a while, you're going to drive slow because you got away with that one. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, this woman is not only, and, and by the way, I mentioned that she was on the show. I don't know her, and I couldn't care less. Like, I'm not like, oh, or she's a friend of the show. This is, if, she, if he was driving or she was driving drunk and weaving in and out of traffic, you arrest that person. If they're like, hey, we're just going down the block, and we just wanted to do this, and he says, all right, well, you can't drive with no license plate, and they go, okay, well, hurry up and go home, and let's not do this again. That's a warning for any citizen. Now you mix in the police chief. Yes, of course you give them the courtesy of letting them go, like you probably would for most adults that are not inebriated driving a vehicle. How this is a story is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know. Uh, or are they going to arrest them or something? Like yeah, that? well, because... It was an item for having a, not right. having a license on there and stuff. Whatever, and then it's the chief of police, and you go, "All right, well, yeah, just yeah, you make sure you're, you're back you clearly know the the rules. You shouldn't be doing this. I'm telling you now. She does it three more times, and she then she loses her job. And by the way, she did not go. I'm the right, chief of right. police. You know who I am. You do this. Whatever she said is that recording, and she didn't want to be like, uh, "Look at me. I'm the." Ch-. But she said, um, uh, "You know, uh, O'Connor. I'm the chief of police." And this, uh, but also to let him know that and, she yeah, knows what he she's goes, doing. And he goes, "Oh, okay." He goes, "I thought I recognized you. You know, type of thing. Whatever." So it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, she. I've expressed great remorse to the mayor, and oh, I apologize. Relax. Of the residents of Tampa and all this stuff, whatever. So she, you know, I she, think she actually is going to pay for the uh, the whatever the fine would have been. Like she's going to pay it. And probably forty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I uh, know that I speak for the people of Tampa when I say uh, the people of Tampa don't care. You don't have uh, yeah, to yeah, I don't think so. Uh, and, and it's not like it, now. Don't get me wrong. If the person driving this golf cart was drunk and driving in traffic and doing a big deal. That's an embarrassment, and you really need to have better judgment as a man. But that wasn't the case. Nothing nothing there in Yeah, that from situation. the video, he didn't say that he pulled over because oh. they were drunk or weaving or anything like that. He just pulled over because of the license. Would thing. it be any different if she said, can you turn that camera off? Yes. I think that would have been a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because then you want to do something. Right. She, she was like, hey, I don't. I know no matter what I say, it's going to end up in the public, so I kind of want to know Right, she on. knows, yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, Spanish, is that the haziest? I, I, I couldn't hear what she was saying, and then she mumbled, and I said, all right, and then she said, all right, I let him throw. I, I, I got to tell you, this 
there's new guards here, and they are the absolute worst. I I have the power to put people on the list and give them passes. I've done that with everybody, and yet still they call in the middle of the show every day. <laughs> it's, it's insane. I'm going to have to go have a talking to. Uh, so we go from the uh, chief of police in Tampa to a uh, Florida school is inst- instating new harsh policies and punishments to curb bad behavior at local public schools. To kick off the new rules, the sheriff made an announcement in front of the uh, county jail complex. Here is Sheriff Wayne Ivey's bleeped well, speech. A, that is a sheriff's name, man. Yeah, take a listen to this. Here we go. Quite frankly, they're not worried about getting in trouble. They know nothing's going to happen to them. They know they're not going to be uh, given after-school detention. They're not going to be suspended. They're not going to be expelled. Or like in the old day, they're not going to have the cheeks of their <laughs> torn off for not doing right in class. So we have teachers that are handcuffed. We have principals that are handcuffed. <laughs> be careful. Yeah. Oh, well, by the way, nobody should be getting the cheeks of their ass wore off either. But. <laughs> uh, Steven Samkos had an assist for his 1,000th career point. Nick Paul scored twice, and the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Philadelphia Flyers 4-1 to on Thursday night. Ian Cole had a goal and an assist. Ross Colton also scored. Corey Perry added two assists, and Andre Vasilevsky uh, made 21 saves. The Lightning have won 7 of nine. Here to go, uh, beating the Flyers last night. This is good. This is where this is where we start picking up now. Football season is dying down. Hockey season starts to pick up. Shower beers with the boys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gonna get crazy. Uh, so <laughs> the latest I've heard on this. Free agent receiver Antonio Brown has made himself a prisoner in his own home. <laughs> Police officers are waiting outside his home right here in Tampa to arrest him on misdemeanor domestic violence charges. Brown apparently is inside the uh, dwelling, and he will not come out. Well, now, I heard the police left. They stood yeah. there for a few hours, and then they got sick, but, and then so they just left. They had a megaphone and everything. Yeah, how does that work? I have a warrant for my arrest. The police show up. They get on the megaphone. They knock on the door. I don't answer. They get on the megaphone. Mike, how do we have a warrant for your arrest? And I go, no, I'm not coming out. And they go, all right, see you later. Well, they have, yeah. well, you have to think they have better things to do. And No, they have a, that is what they but, have to do. But listen, it's not like he murdered somebody. I he, understand. It's a domestic dispute. He hit somebody. Uh, maybe. You don't know. Well, allegedly, Alleged- enough, to, enough to get an arrest warrant. But, I mean, a domestic dispute, that could easily just be someone angry at him and calling yeah. the police. But you can't kick the door down, can but you? But there is an arrest warrant. There's an arrest warrant. So I have a warrant for your arrest. Yes, I can come in again. Well, I, I would imagine that there is a kind of scale of what you did to how much force we're going to use. Right. Yeah. You know, if you stab somebody, same, we're coming in and getting you. The same guy where earlier the day in the day they tried to get his... Uh, his gun license taken away from him because they fear fear that he is in danger to himself or other people. But they yeah. weren't they weren't successful, right? But so. they definitely know that something's going to go down. And they're t- listen. All I'm saying, Carmen, is that when uh, Antonio Brown shoots his children or shoots himself or shoots a neighbor, don't be like, well, we didn't do anything. We tried to do everything legally that we could. Well, the children were not granted access into the house, and then later on, the courts appealed it, and they were supposed to go back, and the children said no. Yeah, they so, were like, no, because dad has right? blow-ups, and we don't yeah. want to go near him. But so that way, but so he's not around his children. He's by himself. The police know that, or well, the police think that, oh, but at least... Somebody's on it. Yeah, really. I'm not on his side. I'm try- I'm, no, Talk I'm to tr- him a couple times on the phone. Yeah. No, I'm trying to stick up for the police. Like, they did the right thing like what are they supposed to do just stand outside his house for five days until all, he finally comes all out i'm saying carmen is if i had an arrest warrant for me spanish will you go grab that because i think they're at the front door if i had an arrest warrant for me um they would come in and get me 
Do you understand? Like, I, I don't feel uh, like that. I'd be it depends on what I don't you think did. so because you've also talked about how many guns you have and stuff that they may be apprehensive of coming into your house like that. You know, they should be. But there's so many different factors. Right. There's the factor that he's crazy and has guns and all that stuff. So should they go and get him for that, you know, because of that? Or are they like, listen, this guy's definitely going to sue us because he's high profile. And if we go in, this, that. So I, I, and he's I, eventually going to come out of his house. Like, he's an idiot. He'll probably go to the club. But and then also, they can get him there. But also, if you're getting a warrant from a judge, they're going to let you know whether you can go in and get him. Yeah, or yeah, whether they're like, yeah. wait until he comes out, then you can get him. But you could, you know, you force the SWAT team and go. knock the door down and drag yeah. him out. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, he's definitely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I did have him on my death pool, yeah. but I took him off to make an emergency. Pack. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Antonio Brown kills himself in Tampa and this and that? I, well, I mean, still, I wouldn't even be close to Joe. I did. Uh, I, I sent Brohane an email, and I now have Antonio Brown <laughs> did you pick him up? on my list. Did yeah. you pick him up? Oh, yeah. I was going to do that too, but I heard yeah. all you guys in my head going, "Oh, you should well, Joe more." It's my first emergency pick, so I didn't have to put any extra money nice. in to have it. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we'll see what happens. Let's go, baby. Stuff. <laughs> I'm back. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, sticking with football and stuff that's happening, Florida backup quarterback Jalen Kitten was expected to be released from jail on an $80,000 bond on Thursday, a day after he was arrested on five child pornography charges that police say included images of a prepubescent girl having intercourse with an adult man. Now, can I just tell you yesterday about this time when we talked about the situation, the story was he had two pictures, right? and I was like, listen, they had already he been suspended. Said he, he thought that they were of age. I thought that he's already been suspended from the team. We're already looking at him and saying child predator, child molester, porno guy, you know, all that stuff. And he had two pictures that may have been sent him. Like, you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Today, the police released more information. He needs to go to a, uh, a psychiatrist. He needs to never be around kids. He's a creep. Uh, so the judge set the uh, bond in as conditions for Kitna's release, ordered him not to have any unsupervised contact with minors and not to have any Internet access. The uh, uh Investigation began in June with a tip from the National Center for Missing uh, and Exploited Children into images of child pornography being shared on the social media platform Discord. Uh, the investigation led authorities to Kitna. Kitna shared two images of prepu- prepubescent uh, girl, police said in the report, adding the phrase, uh, quote, so young, Junior, yeah. was written on mm. both pictures. Uh, Kitten had told a detective he thought that they were legal because he found them online. When police searched Kitten's phone, they found three more images of two uh, nude girls in the shower, according to the report. Uh, those three images were saved to his cell phone last December. The report did not estimate the girls' ages. When you say prepubescent, it's over for you. Yes. Because you can look at a girl who looks smoking hot and be like, I don't know, she could be 25, she could be 19, I don't know. But when you say prepubescent, you're looking at a girl who's uh, 10, under 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, no, there's no denying or no trying to say, I didn't know, you knew. So, like we said yesterday, as more facts come out, Oof. you know, you Oof. find out more, now and now you go, yeah, He's now you done, know. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was probably going to start Florida's, uh, their bowl game coming up. He was, he's was successful. He played in a couple of games. Yeah. He threw a touchdown. He was 10 for 18. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. No. Uh, but his career is over. Yeah. It's over. Well, his life's over. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's young enough now where in 10 years, if he goes into a different, you know, he'll, it'll follow him. It'll follow him. But, but also, this is now 
in his life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Anytime you Google The way him. people, well, but also the way people interact with him. And with his dad. The, like his dad being an already oh, being a famous football his player. His family. It's the whole name. How he thinks of himself now. Yeah, everything. I tried to explain this to my son before he started high school. It just about, I go, you have to make good decisions because some of these decisions will stay with you for the rest of your life. It's not a speeding ticket. If you do something uh, drug-related or if you do something violent or something racist, or something, that stays with you for the rest of your life. It's not a high school prank. It'll go with you for the rest well, of your life. Like that's, you know, I, I tell my son all the time about drinking and driving. Like, oh, yeah. You can change your life like that. Well, whenever my son was younger and we gave him a phone, I told him, I said, listen, I have the password to it so I can check it anytime yeah. I want or do any of that stuff. But also know a couple things. One, if a girl sends you a picture, even though you guys are the same age, she's still underage. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I said, two, anything that you're sending, Assume her parents are looking at just like I'm looking at, you know, so you have to be aware of all of that. I said to my son, if girls are sending you pictures, no matter how much Uncle Pete asks, don't show it. Don't show it. Uncle Pete. Pete. A uh, poll found two-thirds of us keep weapons in our car, just in case. Uh, The most common are knives, pepper spray, and guns. The people most likely to keep a weapon on hand are uh, people who drive a Hyundai, BMW, or Mercedes. Oh. Mm. I uh, I have a knife that I got that uh, Will from Shark Coast Tactical gave me, and I keep that in the car, but that's more for utility reasons. Like, my wife's like, do you have anything I can cut this with? I go, yes. And I'm, because I can't imagine ever in a fight where I'm going to be knife guy. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the worst thing about knife guy is knife guy get the, gets the knife taken away from him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't stab me with my own knife. Oh, yeah. That's himself. That yeah. misses on the stab. And yeah. Uh, there, yeah, knife. Uh, I'm not knife guy at all, but uh, some Sometimes I buy something, I need to take the wrapper off. Or... I always think of that scene in uh, what's the, the the war movie. Yeah. Yeah. Private yeah. Ryan, yeah. Where he's got the knife. Oh, and it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. And yeah. he's like slowly pushes it through his chest. There, I, I, the, <laughs> the knife that Will from Shark Coast gave me is so sharp that I took it out one day to um, cut something like a wrapper off or something. And when I, I accidentally touched the tip of it, oh. just, a t- just like a little beep. And blood just rushed out of my finger. I mean, yeah. I think it's nice. So, uh, yeah, knife. What was the other thing? Pepper spray. I'm not carrying pepper nah. spray. Although the pepper spray is very effective. And what's the other? Uh, gun. Gun. Oh, gun. Well, I think uh, effective, not in Florida, but anywhere else, is a bat, a baseball bat. Rebar. Well, a rebar is kind of hard to maneuver, you know uh, what I mean? Well, you've got a little one. Here's what you do. You go to Dick's Sporting Goods, and you buy a Little League aluminum bat. And you get a bag and a couple balls, and you throw them all in there, and you put it under your seat. This way, if you get pulled over, you're like, oh, that's my kid's little league stuff. But the truth is, is that if you have to get out of the car, a, an aluminum bat's enough to keep people away from you. Not even hit them, just to keep them away from you. But not in Florida, because you pull out an aluminum bat, I just legally got the right to shoot you right yeah. in the face. So. I prefer nunchucks and uh, brass knuckles. Yeah, Literally. nunchucks. Stars. I get out of the car with my gun, and you get out with Chinese stars, I run. <laughs> I run, because clearly, I'm fighting a ninja yeah. who can avoid the bullets and all that other yeah. stuff. So. Have you ever seen the video of the one guy who is yelling at this other guy, and the other guy, the video is so perfect, the way that it's shot, because it's shot kind of from the car up, looking at these two guys. This guy starts yelling at this guy. And you see this guy kind of look around and is like, anybody looking? And he just goes, ducks down, and then just wails the guy and knocks him out cold. Yeah. One punch. Yeah. This guy was just so ready. It was great. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, traffic. Boy, I don't know what you'd have to do to make me manage. Oh, you to, cut me to, off, I just to go, get out of my car. Yeah. yeah. You're crazy. I'm I not getting out of my car. Keep going and 
just whatever. Yeah. In my car, I feel safe, and I laugh at you, and I give you the finger, and I go, <laughs> drive away. If I get out of my car, <laughs> no, don't do that to when me. When that woman hit me a couple of weeks ago, they wanted so bad for me to interact with them, and I just sat there with my windows closed, and that fat bitch yelled at me for an hour, <laughs> waiting for the cops to come. Like, hey, you damn it. I just want to shut up. Uh, a 72-year-old woman in Germany got arrested for attempted manslaughter. After she unplugged her hospital roommate's ventilator twice. No. Nice. Oh. Smart. She had a good reason, twice? though. Yeah. She had a good Too reason. Loud. Yeah, the yeah. sound was annoying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, breathe softer. <laughs> Machines. Yeah. I consider you a giver. Yeah. During news. Okay. I'd like to give back today. Okay. I have some new music for you. New music. New music I love for it. You. Love it. I'll play it. When you know who it is, shout it out. Shouldn't be that hard to figure out. Okay. Carmen, fire away. Trent White, Reznor. White Zombie. Nope. Ariana Grande. Nope. I know. I don't think you're playing the right one. Baptized in the lights and sex and hellfire. Thought it was the end of the world, but faithfully through. She's not playing the right one. Yeah, I know who this right. is, though. Who yes, is I am. No, this is. Oh yeah, I know. But who is? What is the song? This is Hazy's. This is uh, Hello Hallelujah. Yeah. No. This is. Uh, is this love oh. thing? This is Ola Baby. We'll make it louder so we can hear. It. Studio with us. Apologize. Carmen, do me a player. Do Apologize. me a favor. Play Love Thing. <laughs> Play Love Thing. That's the I one that I it. initially heard, uh-huh. and I've been rocking out too. It's really good. Crank it up. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, you can find it anywhere. We'll talk to them about the new music. And I don't know. I like to spread word about new music because these days I don't know who plays what and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. I would like to see the Hazies be on stage this weekend. 97X's next big thing. Better than Bear Sleeves or whatever band's playing out of there. <laughs> Bear Sleeves. Kid with the ukulele and the mask. Let's make some calls. Yeah. Uh, today is National Bartender Appreciation Day. Hey, thank you, Galvin. So hey. remember that whenever you're out and you're drinking, give a little extra. You thank know? you for your yes. service, Galvin. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I got to tell you, I loved bartending. I know. It was a blast. You make it sound it like fun. it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Because you're at the party, but you're making money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was great. Uh, all right, let's get into this. In an interview with Alex Jones, a masked Kanye West said that he likes Hitler and loves the Nazis. By the way, it's over, right? You lost being a masked Kanye Hitler. Uh, and he said that the idea of six million Jews were killed during the Holocaust is, quote, just factually incorrect. Uh, here is some more 
stuff. So he is praising Hitler uh, with Alex Jones. We have some video, and he is wearing a mask, full, covered his yeah. entire face, talking and stuff. We have video on Bone TV. Uh, here's Kanye praising Hitler. Here we go. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say, like, you like the, the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Why? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no Why? walking that back. Why no. When, when Alex Jones is the one that's trying to get you, voice like, of reason, like, yeah, give you an out to like. You walk like it back. the uniforms because you're a designer, and they were designed by Hugo Boss. The Nazi uniforms <laughs> yeah. were. Yeah, nope, not, no. not that. I'm going to wow. say the other thing. I wish Alex Jones would have just stopped and said, "I just got. I have to pay so much money for words. Why are you doing <laughs> yeah. this?" If yeah. he said, um, "You know, Hitler was." Uh, a horrible person. He he is responsible for so many deaths and so many terrible things. But you have to give him credit when it comes to his ability to round up all those people and and mind. He's great at mind effing people and doing that. Then you go. All right, I don't know if I'd use the word great, but I see yeah. what he's trying to say. He's definitely an influencer. Well, he did kind of say that because he brought up the fact that Hitler invented, like, the microphone. Well, yeah, but, I was going to get to that. But he okay. lost it when he said, well, yeah. I love but here's, It was like Oprah giving away yeah. the couches. Here's the thing about that. He said he invented the microphone that I'm speaking into, and I'm a musician. He invented highways. He invented neither of those. Yeah. yeah. He didn't invent the microphone. No. <laughs> Hitler? Are you sure? I'm positive. Yeah. I'm positive. Yeah. artist. He didn't, he uh, didn't unbelievable. anything. Uh, here is another clip of Kanye now doing carrot top bits. Oh, boy. Watch the video on Bone TV and oh, take no. a listen to this. Here we go. I was tired of picking up the Yahoo and the netting. So for now, it's just netting. I know he has some a people bottle call of him Yahoo. No, it's something you call him Yahoo. But we're going to call him netting. Now he has a net. He says, he goes, hopefully in a minute you're going to take the mask off. Mask off. He goes, Cause this, is this yay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Response so my, my wife is a big fan of Kanye's music, has been for a long time. And my wife is also Jewish. Not really practicing Jew, but still comes from a Jewish family. So she is like very upset about this because she cannot like him as this gets worse. Like she doesn't want to support a uh, anti-Semite. So yesterday she says, I gotta tell you, I think I'm, I think I'm done with Kanye. And I go, can I try to help you out with it a little bit? And she goes, yes. I said, I'm going to appeal to the therapist in you. Kanye is a mental patient. He has got, he is, he should not be on TV. He should be getting treatment right now. He should be taken away from, he needs help. He's, he's a mental patient. And she said, still no excuse for being an anti-Semite. And being out there doing all these things, and I said, "Yeah, I guess you're right." I got I, look. I'm saying that if if uh, this guy got on there and took his clothes off and started masturbating on TV, you'd be like, "Wait, well, yeah, he's crazy." Yeah. You can't, it's like when Crazy Patty does crazy stuff. It's because her name is Crazy Patty. Yeah. So you can't. Uh, but she does. She doesn't want to differentiate between the the trouble and the person because no matter what. 
the situation is they're they're being so hurtful that it, that you don't want to rebound from it. And boy, he is going to get it. I don't know if he's going to get sniped. I don't know what's going to happen. But one thing I learned is. Uh, Especially when you're the one who wants to get up there and say bad Jews, Jews run everything, bad Jews. Things just happen to you. Yeah, there is a little mafia there, and you're gonna you're gonna find out the hard way. Uh, by the way, Kanye has now been suspended from Twitter. Yes, yeah. yeah. He put up the Nazi he put swastika. Up, yeah, yeah, but it was like a different thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I mean, this is one that Hitler invented. Yeah, yeah, the net when he did the net voice. I mean, <laughs> does, I think we all as a society should just come together and go. We gotta we gotta help I, somehow. Like, can Eddie, that, can he be Baker acted? Is that the next step and well, who would who can the do baker that? acting is when you love somebody and you don't want them to hurt themselves right and in a state like florida you can have him baker acting. but he's hurting but these himself. people yeah but these people are parading him out for their own right. alex jones right. putting him yeah. on for his yeah. own advantage but it's not what, him, so it's what was people. he saying about netanyahu like oh, like i get the net and yuhu but what was he trying to say that they're all controlling the media and that they're controlling what our history is yeah. and, you want to yeah. talk about controlling it's when you sell me a ticket to your show that's supposed to start at 7 o'clock, yeah. and I'm there, and at 9 o'clock, you're still at Teterboro Airport. That's controlling. Yeah. That's controlling, you son of a bitch. I mean, I've read some conspiracy theories about all this stuff, but I, like, I would never I would never do that. Like, uh, you don't do that. I don't. Listen, you don't go on TV with a mask on, and you don't bring props unless you are carrot <laughs> Uh Ben Shapiro tweeted out, Kanye is clearly suffering a mental breakdown. It's an act of cruelty to have him on the air at this point. Yeah, right. yeah. He, he needs treatment, not a spotlight. That is right. And, yeah. and Alex Jones is in a situation where he's desperate for any attention right now because he needs money. Yeah. And, uh, look, I'm not going to lie. If Kanye was coming in here today with a net and a mask, I'd put him right in there. <laughs> yeah. That's a great net yeah. voice that you're doing. But for people, <laughs> who, for people who ask about it, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, sad. the whole, yeah. I'm, you know, because think about it. He has kids. He does, like, I know him and Kim don't really talk and stuff like that. They just settled their divorce. But yeah. he does have kids. So you think, uh, because, you know, on the her TV show, I do watch the Kardashians. At one point, he was, like, selling all of his Grammys and clothes and stuff like that. And Kim was actually buying them and yeah. putting them in a safe. To give them to the kids. For yeah. the kids. Yeah. But you think, like, if she's willing to do that, if she's willing to spend money to give to him, you think she would be willing to step in and try and help him when he no, is I having don't... a psychotic break. But she's not buying the money for him. She's She's doing it for the kids. No, she bought those bu- things. Right, so she but can the give money, to the kids. but the money's going to him. But it did, money didn't matter. She wasn't trying to help him. Right, I She's, don't think that. Yeah, so she doesn't care about him. But exactly, she, but you think she would do this for the kids, so to save the kids a little face? Because think they're yeah. going Listen, to school. You get divorced. You want that father as far out of the life of those kids as possible. But yeah, the more custody. Not, but yeah. that's the more he does this, the less he's sharing custody. Carmen. Sharing custody yeah. comes yeah. as a negotiation tool. So that you, she can get everything else she wants. Okay, we'll have a shared custody. And then she's like, in the back of her mind, she goes, in two minutes, he'll be on TV with a net and a Yahoo. And never, <laughs> right, yeah. They'll yeah. never let him have the kids. And that thing about him trying to sell his Grammys and all that, I don't believe any of that. Because then you come no. to find out she's the one convincing him to sell his Grammys. Well, and, and, and also then... was on a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Right. you're on a reality show. I would yeah. totally buy that Grammy. I would 100%. Yeah. <laughs> D, has there been a bigger meltdown from a higher profile Britney person? Spears. Britney Spears. Live that's on the the, I was thinking she's that's still the closest. Yeah. She's still yeah. melting. Yeah. She was going after people with an umbrella. Yeah, the like, shave your head moment, yeah. I think, was 
the only thing closest to this with somebody that high profile. The shave your head moment was to me still one of the saddest things ever. Not because <laughs> she shaved her head, but just because you she was trying to get rid of everything she could to be out of the spotlight. Yeah. To not take be hair, herself you know? anymore. Yeah. Tear it all down. That's yeah. really sad. It's yeah. really it's really sad because they once you become famous and rich, people take advantage of you, and when you realize you don't have anybody around you. That is there. That doesn't want something. That doesn't want something. But that's a big thing too. Is uh, women suffer trauma and stuff like cutting your own hair. That's like a sign of you know mental breakdown. Where yeah, there's something going wrong. I'm sure. I'm trying to think. It's so funny you said it, because what when uh, I was watching a thing about serial killers, and I thought if you're a serial killer, that's in you. You know, I mean, that's it's in you, and whether or not you bring it out. And then I thought, what? I wonder if there was ever a famous person. That was a serial killer because they had it in them, but they also just happened to become famous. Yeah. And the next day, the next day, OJ was uh, killed his his wife, and uh, I was like, oh well, this is the closest thing to what I was just thinking about yesterday, you know. So uh, he didn't I do it. What's that? He didn't do <laughs> well, it. Well, at the time we thought we thought he did it at the time, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I remember Ron and Ron talking. I was in the shower and they were talking about a, uh, a famous person who. Was involved in a murder, and I'm like, say who it is, say who it is. And they were like, yeah, O.J. Simpson. And I went, what? I think being that super famous for that long, eventually, just you just go crazy. Snap. It drives you nuts. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. There's a lot of Justin on, well, Bieber. Yeah. had a it, moment when you're in a bubble. It's yeah. But also, serial killers. A big thing with them is they're almost made. Like they don't have a chance because of the way they're right. brought up and stuff. So it may be stuff with the brain, but also something happened. The father would kill the mother, or the mother would beat the kid because he wet the bed, and like all these things, whatever. And it just makes the perfect storm for this person who becomes a serial sure. killer. Sure. It's just it's wild. So rarely you would think would that person then become famous but it could happen it could happen yeah. but also once you're the high profile famous that's not good for serial killing no. you want to be somebody that people just forget you know although is it because nobody's going to be like uh suspect who who is bradley cooper. who was over here yesterday bradley cooper well he didn't do it yeah, yeah. and then somebody's and one of the cops is going to go what if bradley cooper did do it well <laughs> think about army hammer Oh man! Telling all those women he wants to eat them and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, like it's not. What that. was his upbringing and you know, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But also, like uh, you know, you were saying about all these people, how they break down and stuff. You get into this bubble yeah. where you're, you know, so away from the rest of the world, you have no idea how much a gallon of milk costs. For you have, decades, no, yeah, that. yeah, and everybody's saying yes to you, and everybody, you're the greatest in the world and stuff, and you just go off the deep end. Look at Michael know? Jackson, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the other the other thing is everybody kissing your ass sounds like a great thing until everybody's kissing your ass and you're like everybody's fake. You know, like yeah, I don't yeah. have any person that I could trust and I could be, you know Remember know. Tony Soprano realized it? Everybody laughing too hard at his jokes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Whatever his wife told him, she goes, They don't they don't like you, they fear you. Yeah. You know, and they're all <laughs> <laughs> Plus well, I imagine when they get these machines running, then they have all these people that they're responsible for their livelihoods also. Oh, yeah. And that right. pressure and that mounts on them. Absolutely. Out. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Think how about I feel about you and Joe. If I, I have the pressure <laughs> oh, of listen. keeping you guys alive. It's yeah. Joe that you really got 
got to worry about Think about, about having to cancel a tour, and you know that all the people, all the stagehands, all the managers, the lighting people, the sound people, all these different, your backup dancers, yeah. all these people are now losing money because of you yeah. because you had to cancel the tour or do whatever. Yeah. On, on it, top of the fact, every time you go and do something, it's thrown all over the tabloids. If you do something embarrassing, right. you know, it's all over the place. Oh, they're just waiting to, that. to get they're you. Out yeah. your hotel room. Everywhere you go, you're being followed. It's not Joe. Joe attaches himself to me like one of those little fish that's on the shark. Remora. Yeah, you're yeah. a Remora. <laughs> Uh, and then we help each other. He keeps my skin smooth, and I feed him. <laughs> you are the one that I worry about. You're the one. Me? That, yeah. Every once in a while, we gotta swim by and just pick you up. Oh well, that is true. But stick you to the bottom. I, I can, I, you know, I'll, I'll be all right, Joe. I, I'm afraid that one day we're just gonna find him either dead or he's gonna oh, leave yeah. us for some woman, and he's gonna pop up in Colombia somewhere. That, well, no. that part may be Colombia, yeah. but the other parts, Joe. My, Joe would call him Michael. I am in Columbia. Yeah. You need me? Let me know. Uh, Michael, I have 100 pounds of cocaine in Columbia. When can I ship it to you? Yeah, no, <laughs> cocaine no. bear. Yeah. Uh, moving over to video game news, Pong turned 50 on Tuesday. Yeah. Pong's 50 years old. Atari released uh, it on uh, November 29, 1972. It was the first game to really blow up and get popular. Pong. Pong was fun. Yeah. I like Pong. No, Pong sucks. Pong. Who's still playing Pong? Pong. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. They got some new Pongs that are pretty cool. When it came out, though, it was yeah. like, this is amazing. Yeah. You had to connect it to the back of your TV yeah. with the two wires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got this? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Frank Villalongo Jr. Frank Villalonga. I, I love when they mispronounce the name a bunch of times in the movie. Listen to me, Mr. Valley Longoella. <laughs> uh, from the movie Green Book, was found dead in the Bronx, and a, a man has been charged with dumping his corpse, uh, but he claims Frank died of an overdose, and he just gave him the old... Mm-hmm. Now, you gave me uh, some information yesterday that was new to me. We did not have Frank on the show? No. We, we had Nick on Nick, the show? Yeah. Did I know that at the time? Yeah. I think that I was talking to Nick as if he was Frank. No. Because we knew. There's a scene. Because Frank was the actor. Nick or wrote Nick the story. Was, Nick was the actor. But Nick is also in the movie. Yeah. But Nick wrote the book. I know, but I think Nick. Yeah, but I thought we talked to Nick. We did. Who died? <laughs> Frank. Frank is dead. Frank is who I. Frank played the mob boss yeah. in Green Book. Yeah. When I talked to Nick. I was thinking he was Frank. I don't think so. I think so because there's that one scene where he goes in the booth and Frank is in there. We talked to Nick. Frank is in the booth and I asked him a question about that and he didn't really answer it. Now that makes sense why because it wasn't him. Wait. I'm so know. confused. Okay. They were brothers. What was, what was, who wrote the book? Nick, the guy who died is the guy who wrote the movie. No. No. Nick wrote the movie. Yeah. Frank died. Yes. Yes. They were both in the movie. But what is Nick in the movie? Nick is, he's not really, he's in it, but not. He's like a background. Right. Frank is the mob boss. Yes. So I talked to Frank (laughs) thinking, I talked to Nick thinking we were talking to Frank. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you did. I did. I'm telling you. I mean, I have to go back and listen to it, but I remember at the time you talked a lot about the book. Right. Which made sense. And I think but, he posted a picture of Nick up on the on our, our social media. They look kind Probably, of alike. They do look alike. They're brothers. But in yeah. my mind, we were talking to Frank. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking to Frank. So who was... No, we weren't. We were talking to Nick. Oh, my, I'm so confused. <laughs> Frank's the dead one. Who was yes. who the one that was friends with the guy downtown St. Pete, the pizza place? Nick. Both, yeah, both But whenever we yeah. talked to that guy, did you say Nick or Frank? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm so confused. I look. I know they're two different people. I know that they have two different roles. I know that that they were in the Sopranos and all that stuff. But in my mind, yesterday when Frank died, 
I was like, that's the guy we had on the show because in my head, that's the guy I was talking to. And then Gio sent me a picture of Nick, and he goes, I have Nick's phone number. And I was like, wait a second. Did I think Nick was Frank the whole time? I was very confused. Or did you think they were one? Because Nick has, he's more involved with the book, the movie. Like, he's the guy, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. Frank was just riding the coattails. His so, brother, yeah. Anyway, but Frank has been in other mob stuff. He's been an actor in other yeah. things. He's been on The, the Sopranos. He was in, anyway, uh, Green Book is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life, and uh, I recommend you watch it, whether these guys are dead or alive. So this guy got whacked, really. He got whacked in real life. That's what I well, think. Well, they used to drug overdose. Like, dumped no, the body. Right, the guy they, did. right. What drugs? That guy doesn't look like a drug guy. Really? Right. Yeah. What does a drug guy look like? Yeah. Uh, like skinny, Joe? little, strung yeah. out guy. Not you know? always. Looks yeah. scrawny with long gray hair. Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah Chris Farley fat. looked like a guy who was fat <laughs> drug addict. Yeah, so fat. you don't have to be skinny to be a Chris, drug addict. Chris Farley sweat in the winter. That was drug addict. I don't know. But. Yeah, you can never tell. So we'll, I'm sure, find out more as this mm-hmm. goes along. Uh, and finally, news. Good news, Gio. The Mandalorian Season 3 premieres March 1st. Oh, Saw that yeah. on Disney+. Plus. So good. Yeah, a little, little while, but... Uh, I like it. Everybody is raving about that Andor, and I tried to watch it, and the first episode was so boring. I was like, I was exact, what everybody says. Exact same way. I couldn't get through it. I think maybe I'm just too old for it now. Maybe. Because I just didn't like it at all. Could be. Uh, I'll, I'll try to revisit it. There's too many shows. There's too many shows and two different networks and too many different things. I will tell you, though, one of the things you should seek out on Apple TV is Blackbird. Blackbird is a short six or seven episode uh, show. It's one. It's like one small season, and uh, Paul Walter Hauser from that show is going to join us in the uh, nine o'clock hour, and he is an excellent actor. He's the new Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I can tell you another good show that you should check out is on Hulu. It is uh, Welcome to Chippendales. Oh, I, I want to watch that too. Very so. interesting. A lot of stuff that you did not know Any about Chipp- Chippendales. No, but okay. I mean some. You know, you see some abs and it looks good. Yeah, it is good. It's good, and there's a lot of interesting stuff. There's murder. There's arson. There's all kinds. And of that's all stuff. real. All yeah. very real. I would yeah. the love- same people that did the. To, uh, Tom and Pamela one. Tom oh, and good. I would love to see a series about Studio 54 because Studio 54, I know there was the movie and all that stuff, but uh, Studio 54 was such an interesting thing about how everybody in the 70s and 80s would, would go there and even celebrities they would turn away and how they only let in the weirdest people and how celebrities had downstairs. Like, I would love if they made a series just made up stories and and put in, like, uh, actors to play celebrities. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. based on a true story, but made it a really good series. And that um, Steve Rebell guy is one of the best characters ever. And Mike Myers played him in the in the movie, and he did such a good job. I just think that that would be interesting to watch. And when I see, we might see Spanish's mom doing things to Tom Selleck. Oh. The, uh, that's what Spanish said. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's take a break. When we come back from break, we're going to talk to Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa is coming to town to do comedy here. Uh, I don't even know when. I think next week. And then he is going to be in the studio with us next week. But we're going to give it a little push today so that we can try and sell some tickets. Let everybody know that great comedian is coming to St. Pete. And then uh, we've got P.W. Hauser coming up at 950. And the Hazy's in between that to perform live in the studio. So a lot of show left on a Friday. We'll take